Number one, vision. Why do you do what you do? If you cannot explain to me why you do what you do and the vision that you have for yourself, how are you going to explain that to a prospected hire or somebody that's going to want to join your team? What is keeping you from growing your business to the next level? I'm Jess Bergio, one of the hosts here for Fast Foundations, the podcast. Between the three of us, my co-host Jim, RT, and I have grown several businesses scaling beyond seven figures. And you know what? Not a single one of those businesses came with a blueprint. For years, we poured time and resources into our businesses from salons, tech companies, and product-based businesses navigating success and failures on our own. For all of us though, it began to change in 2019 when we found a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and industry leaders to mentor us. That community was Fast Foundations. Just like the mastermind, we're bringing on experts and having discussions to give you tips to not only improve the foundational skill sets you need, but to also fast track your growth. We'll dive into the core pillars of what will make your business succeed. Whether you have a brand new idea that you're looking to turn into a business, or you're already a successful entrepreneur looking to scale, this community is here to take you to the next level. Let's dive in. service girl welcome to the show my sister how are you oh my gosh this is long overdue and i am so excited to be here chatting all things fast foundations which is literally the room that connected us i know so thankful for that and i think every single episode i get the pleasure of speaking to someone that i know obviously from fast foundations the mastermind but it it is the absolute reason why i joined was to connect with other high level humans who wanted to have big conversations around life and business. And we don't talk a lot about business, you and I, in our friendship. We talk more about our family and our friendships and, you know, creating just fun experiences away from our businesses so that we can fill up that cup and then go back and do the things that we love doing, which is what we wanted to share with you guys on today's podcast, because Jackie now has created a business that is insane. And I love like the transformational story through it all. And I've gotten you know, a front row seat to all of it. But I really want to have you on today because you are the epitome of what a mastermind container can do for somebody, especially when they're already in momentum um, and looking to grow and scale in ways that they never saw possible for themselves. So I would love if you could just give a little backstory about what life was like before you joined Fast Foundations and then how you came to, you know, kind of settle in on a mastermind being the right next move for you. Love that. And you're so right. Like this room, I think back to so much of what I've created in the last four years. And a lot of it comes right back to that room, whether it's the humans that were in the room, the tools that were in the room, the mentors that were in the room, the coaches that came in that room. There's so many different pieces that just keep leading back to that room. And so for me, before the mastermind, my world was very different. So I was a corporate executive of HR. I had grown up in a very different environment where corporate America was essentially the space that I grew up in. Uh, it was a little bit more formal. There was you know, more rigor around certain things. But I was really successful in that space. And one of the areas that I, I loved in that space was talent and finding talent and how hiring the right people could really unlock businesses. And what was interesting is through my transition, I left corporate America because I had a health scare. I had a 
moment in my t- in my life where I was diagnosed with a brain tumor, which had me really pause for the first time and wake up to ask some of the bigger questions around who am I? What am I here for? What's the legacy I want to leave? And through a lot of that internal work and contemplation and really doing some inner kind of dialoguing and self-awareness, I realized I was in this environment because everybody else around me said I should or said I was good at it versus it really being aligned to who I was and how I knew I could show up and serve in the world. So for me, right before Fast Foundations Mastermind, I made the decision to leave corporate America. And that was scary because that transition of going from what you've always known to this unknown, taking that first step, taking this leap, really created a lot of noise in my head. It really created a lot of energy in my body around who am I to do this and how do I think I'm going to be successful, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then as it feels like so many of us in that first round, I gave birth to my uh, twin girls and I spent a heck of a lot of time walking with earphones in my ears, listening to Lori Harder and Chris Harder on a podcast. And through just listening to a lot of, I think, positive propaganda, I started to realize that there were people out there in the world doing things differently, creating different businesses, having these online businesses that I had no idea about, being true entrepreneurs. A few months later on one of the podcasts, I heard that they were launching a new mastermind for early stage entrepreneurs. And I think I was one of the first to sign up. And that is really, for me, the beginning of 2019 is where the story really started. Oh, yeah. I remember that like it was yesterday. Same. Same with the in the ears listening to how other people were doing things differently. And I think you and I shared that common commonality with our businesses that we were good at what we were doing. And until something created that question, you with much more of a drastic I think, you know, kick to the gut of that physical brain tumor and having to really take a hard look at like, how am I creating this disease in my body by not listening to what I really want? Because we don't often slow down enough to listen to what's going on in our body or to figure things out. And sometimes what feels, you know, like a terrible thing can be really a truly blessing in disguise. And I I know for you, that's exactly what it was. was. And so, you know, to honor that and to take that pause to reassess, like, how am I showing up? What do I really want for my life? I mean, it's nothing like having some near-death experience to really make you question, is this Mm -hmm. it? Is this Mm -hmm. as good as it can get? (laughs) And I know a lot of people struggle with that feeling of whether they're in corporate or if they are an entrepreneur doing something that they're quote-unquote good at. There's this feeling of almost shame or guilt around um, wanting it to be better or different or more rather than settling into the you know, I'm good at this and, and my clients rely on me and I'd let so many people down if I didn't continue along this path. And I, I feel like that's a huge block for a lot of people in stepping into this next version of themselves or even giving them the space to see what's out there and what's possible. And I know for me, I told this story over and over because I just really always want to reiterate the fact that I joined this with the idea that there was something bigger and better out there because I had that little voice inside of me that was starting to get really, really loud around, is this as good as it can get? 
And I know, you know, sometimes we can't even see what's possible because we're not, it's not around us. We didn't grow up seeing that it could be different. So if corporate was the path that you were pushed into early on, it's, it's no wonder that you, you got in it, you stayed in it and you did really well in it. And that's the same to be true with a lot of other careers. And I know when you get into a room with, you know, 40 or 50 other like-minded individuals, but all with so many different backgrounds and perspectives, your mind kind of just like explodes <laughs> as mm-hmm. to the, what the possibilities are. So I know for you in the first round, you know, we talked a lot about over the years, that experience that you had in that first round versus the, the next couple following rounds, because you did not just do it once. You did it three times, correct? I did it three times. Three yeah. Times. Other than Jim Carter, I think I was like the other alum that just kept doing this room. <laughs> just kept going into fast foundations. Well, and we'll get to that point, but it, it actually doesn't, it makes so much sense to me now looking back to connect the dots, right? That, that your love for being in that room is now transferred into your love of networking and being a master connector for so many businesses to be able to find the right type of people to help them run their businesses, right? So you're like the master plug. So it's no wonder that you loved being in that space because it just allowed you to meet more people and to really get to know people better. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you leaned into that knowingness that like, I'm supposed to be here and I'm supposed to be around all these people. And this is just going to help me grow my network and expand. So talk to me about, yes, you joined that first round because it was a time in your life where you were ready to like see what else was possible, but then what kept you in there, right? So a lot must have changed from round one to round three and to get you where you are now. Absolutely. Uh, A big piece of it, honestly, is when I had left corporate America as a head of HR, doing a lot of work with talent, leadership, and, you know, et cetera, um, I ended up doing a master's in coaching, executive coaching, and thought that I was going to build a coaching business. What I didn't realize is post that, going online and starting a coaching business, Although I was successful, I created a six-figure business, it wasn't my thing. It wasn't the thing that was going to help me serve the world in the greatest capacity. It took that room being in that room and having the coaches we had to really kind of test that and push that and help me navigate through that. Because not only did I join Fast Foundations on the heels of a transition, I then did transitions within Fast Foundations. So if you have sat in a room or you've considered sitting in a room and you're a little bit confused of what you really want to be when you grow up, these are also great rooms to be in because they help you clarify that and really create intentionality around finding alignment. And so with a gentle nudge slash not so gentle nudge, Chris Harder one one day said to me, you're confusing people because you're over here doing some people consulting and you're over here doing some business coaching online. And it's confusing people because you're running two businesses. Mm. And I want you to pick one right now. And I want you to go all in and promise me you'll go all in for a year on one. And if it doesn't work, we'll come back and we'll iterate the next idea, but I want you to pick one. And at that moment, I said to him, Chris, I'm a people person. I know how to look at businesses and think through who do they need to unlock the next scale ability in their business. And so I said people. And at that moment, I essentially within Fast Foundations closed down a six-figure coaching business to go all in on what I do now, which is people strategy. So a lot of the helping leaders figure out the roadmap on who to hire, when to hire, where to hire. But then I also have a back-end boutique recruitment agency that helps people go find those leaders within their business. 
So I can help you build the roadmap and create the roadmap for you. And then you can go hire yourself. That's a skill set you have. Or if you don't, or you don't want to spend the time, frankly, we would go do that for you. And three years later, you know, that's a multiple six figure business, almost seven, which is so exciting to say I have five people on my team. So I've been able to create jobs through building this business. And I am so much more aligned because I'm stepping into my greatest strengths, my unique gifting, and that's allowing me to serve at such a, such a higher level than I was when I was doing business coaching, which is what I thought I wanted to be. So that whole idea, Jess, of like giving ourselves permission to iterate and change and pivot and allow ourselves to learn and expand when we're in these rooms is a big piece of the major gifting that I got and why I kept showing back up is I was growing. The human was growing just as much as the business was growing. And in fact, if you looked at it financially, I was growing financially and then pu push stop had to recalibrate to then grow even, even faster at a higher speed. Yeah. That was a big piece of it was just this, the growth I was experiencing as a woman, as a mother, as a business owner in friendships, it has, it's like a getting in the right room with the right humans is like putting people on a rocket ship. It mm -hmm. just is. It really is. It's wild. And it takes them on rides. They never even knew existed. You know, right. it, it's the, what we've watched aside from our own experiences, especially myself being a coach over the last several rounds, I am literally blown away by the transformations that happen personally, first of all, and then obviously that, that comes first. And then secondly, the professional, you know, transitions that have, have happened in that room, you see people lean into skill sets that they weren't even aware that they had because they took them for granted, not in a bad way, but it's just who they were. And they didn't realize that that purpose and passion that came so naturally to them was actually their greatest strength in starting a business. And so many of us, like we, we seek out help or coaches, we think for a specific reason, right? But have you ever been to therapy and you come, you come in for something and then they ask you a couple deeper questions and you actually get to the root of the real thing, not the surface mm -hmm. thing. And I feel like a lot of us still, even though we share your experience with corporate, do that in entrepreneurship as well. They go in thinking that they need to do a specific thing because what everyone else is doing it, or that's what looks like will, you know, yeah. be successful or make you the most amount of money or get you the most exposure. You hear people say, I want to be a speaker. I want to be an author. I want to be, you know, put any title that you use coming to mind. And once you get into the real reasons, like Christine, pick something just because you, you know, think you should be doing something, what, what's really going to light you up or, or fuel you or get you really rooted in that passion to, to continue it to be a business mm -hmm. because you're not going to see overnight success in, in, in any of this and starting something new. And I, I find, and I'm sure you notice this too, even if someone does have some quick wins and successes in the beginning, if they don't have the right things in place, they're not going to be able to repeat it. They'll, they're like yeah. a one hit wonder, like a Millie Vanilli. So we wanted, <laughs> we wanted to share with you guys today because Jackie is just like this well of knowledge and we could spend hours just picking her brain and giving you guys so much free value and content on this podcast. But human connection is really the thing that we, we zoned in on because if you are growing or scaling a business right now, it's maybe just you, or maybe it's you and an amazing virtual assistant, or maybe you have someone running like one or two things for you in, in some sort of assistant form. 
and you're not quite sure what your next move is, or maybe you're already slowly growing and you have a few things in place, like a great OBM, or you've got an amazing VA, or you've got a podcast manager or whatever that looks like, uh, but you're not quite sure where to invest in your people next. Obviously you can, you can reach out to Jackie and have that like strategy call around where you want to go. And, and that's the piece where she still gets to coach. She still gets to help you mm-hmm. figure out the next strategy move for you and what's right for you and your business. That's why there's not like a downloadable blueprint that she can just give you to give you all the answers, right? It's, it's a customized tailored, you know, thing for where you want to go with your life and your business. So, you know, realizing the importance of good hires and, and how to pick people to help you scale is something that she's just a genius at. And so we kind of wanted to dive into that and, and try to find yourself in this story with your business, whether it's a, a future version of you, or maybe you need to pull back and hit the pause button and reassess where you could be doing less uh, and, 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 and where your skills should be focused versus maybe you're stuck in the grind doing the day to day that you could easily delegate out. So I'm going to let Jackie kind of take it and, and and let's give you guys some tangible kind of ways because hearing her story of how she basically 5X her business after joining Fast Foundations um, is so possible for anybody listening to this who's either on the fence or maybe you've invested in courses or programs or masterminds before and you're kind of thinking like, why, why would this be the next right move for me? Um, I think these are the rooms where you meet these people that could potentially be your next next hire, um, or they might know the exact right person for you too. Amen. And not only that, it's, it's the perspective, but the people in the room know people. And so once they have clarity on what you do and how you can serve best, what ends up happening just honestly through the connection, the relationships is they think about you in a conversation that you're not there. The amount of times I get a text message from somebody who was in the original Fast Foundations group saying, hey, I had a dinner with so-and-so and they were looking for a hire in their business and I thought of you, can I make a connection, is insane. It's just this, once people have clarity and they know exactly what you do, they can speak about you, they can talk about you when you're not in the room. They become an extension of you. And that's really what Fast Foundations, we call it a family because literally like we think about each other, we refer people to each other, we are always supporting each other from a place of wanting what's best for all. And that is really kind of a different vibration than frankly what I experienced in corporate, which was a little bit more of a, we were always kind of against, not with, right? Like who can get that job faster? And there was more comparison than in the online and entrepreneur world, which is like, how do we collaborate? How do we do this together? How do we build community? Because I don't believe when we are growing businesses, we are meant to do it alone. And that's in having a network, but that's also in cultivating team. And what I'll share with you is a lot of the, and just like, maybe let's riff and like talk about personal experiences and growing teams, but I would love to maybe get for you, what are some of the, things you've said to yourself about hiring people that are kind of myths or, you know, beliefs that you've had, or what are you hearing our peers say about hiring? I definitely have some, but I want to hear if you got some off the top of your head too. Hey, it's RT. Thanks so much for listening to the Fast Foundations podcast. I want to see you in the room. I don't want you to just be hearing my and our voices. Let me tell you about the Fast Foundations Mastermind. It's a six month long program and it's our signature program. It's how you join our community. 
Every time we talk about this amazing community of almost 400 people that have gone through our mastermind that we have here on the podcast that we hear from and our mentors, all that kind of stuff, all the guest speakers, the coaches, all the awesome things that we get to do, it all starts with the mastermind. It's a six month long program with two two day in-person events One's in Scottsdale, one's in Denver. Yes, they're in amazing, beautiful places. We have them in cool spots because that's fun. We also give you six months with a coach, one-on-one. And the most important thing is once you go through that mastermind and you learn from all these amazing speakers that we bring in, learn from your coach, grow with me and Jim and the rest of our team, you get lifetime access to our community. Every single thing that we do is recorded and uploaded into a private platform off of Facebook, off of the social medias, all that kind of crap. And it's saved in one place that you have, again, lifetime access to. So when you join the Fast Foundations Mastermind, which you can learn more about at fastfoundations.com and click on join the community to apply. When you join this mastermind, you're in our community for life. I really hope to see you in the room and I hope to talk to you soon. Oh, definitely. I think, you know, coming from a different background also, you know, 20 plus years in the beauty industry where I was like the main talent, right? For Mm -hmm. said action, whether the haircut, I was the one. But I early on learned that having an assistant or bringing in help, like working in a salon with a front desk service and with assistant service and other people to kind of hold space for me, I was able to be really, really good at the one thing I was supposed to be good at, which was creating an amazing client experience and delivering on what they came in there for, um, whether it was a haircut or color or whatever. And so I lost sight of that when I started my new business because, you know, you have this time you're trying to create, you should know how your business runs. Therefore, I felt like I needed to learn how to do everything in my business before I delegated it out. Mm -hmm. And the amount of time and the amount of frustration that came with learning different systems and programs where I was like, this is draining me to the point of not wanting to do it. So if I'm going to stress myself out so bad learning different systems, is there help I can find of people who a already know how to do this stuff so that I can stay in my zone of genius, which is that fun, playful space I need to be in to be able to create content. Um, I can't get bogged down with this stuff. So yeah, the first thing I did was tell myself that this was a non-negotiable if I was going to go the route of entrepreneurship fully. I had to be okay with spending money basically before I was making money. Mm -hmm. And so I was someone who couldn't, you know, burn the boats. I had to rob Peter to pay Paul, but it was fine because it was the way I needed to do it in order to start my my new leg of business, which was true entrepreneurship over here in in the coaching business. So um, that was the first thing. But also we luckily had somebody in our in our wheelhouse, Chris Harder, um, tell us how he fucked up early on in business and didn't hire before they were quote unquote able to afford it. It was like hire before you're ready, meaning sometimes you got to hire those things out that are going to keep you stuck and not growing. So that's Mm -hmm. probably the first thing that that came up for me. And also something that I, I find a lot when I'm doing the coaching inside the mastermind is people know they need to be hiring out, but because they have say time or they don't have the resources, they don't do that. Um, so maybe what are some ways that people can work through that, that challenge or work through that limiting Mm -hmm. belief that they aren't ready for that person that they know they need? See, that's, that's the belief, right? And that's what I hear every day is I'm not ready to hire. I don't have the money to hire. I don't know where to hire. I don't know who I actually need. 
So all of these beliefs create this tension around hiring. And so generally what happens is people shut down, right? When there's, when it feels like overwhelmed, people shut down, they put their head in the sand and they're like, that's next week's task, or I'll do that in six months. But like, I don't want to do it yet. And we get into the trend. And what I see so often is we then get to the point of burnout where for me in my story, I created disease in my body in my burnout story. But there's a lot of different burnout stories that happen where anxiety shows up or, you know, we start to work too many hours and our health takes the back road. And so what I keep seeing time and time again is we wait till burnout until we're like, okay, I need to hire. And then we become reactive at hiring. It's like, who do I need and how do I get them today? Slow down. If we had a roadmap six months earlier, we could be proactively hiring. And that's the biggest thing I want entrepreneurs to hear when they're starting and growing businesses. Start before you're ready does not mean you need to put the person in the seat. Start before you're ready for me means let's create the roadmap. Let's get clarity first, because once we have clarity in a roadmap, now we can start taking really proactive steps into who we need to bring onto the team and when. And so clarity always precedes all of the hiring. I see us do it backwards. We get so stressed out that my good friend Jess is like, hey, I have this person and this friend, Maddie, who really helped me. And I think you need Maddie and Maddie's going to fix all your problems. And I go, okay, cool. I'm going to hire Maddie because I know Jess and I trust Jess. And so I'm just going to hire Maddie. What I didn't realize is I didn't have clarity first. I didn't create the box in my own business which is why Jess said it's custom for everybody. I didn't know what I needed in my business and I just trusted my friend's recommendation. And now I have a hire in my business and I don't know how to leverage them because I don't even know what I need. And that's why I always say, entrepreneurs, if you're listening to this, please get clarity first before you hire. So how do we do that? Let's get tactical with you for a second. Like, How do we find clarity? The roadmap that I use, it's the strategy. If you booked a one-on-one strategy call with me, it's what I teach. When I do workshops, it's what I teach. When I run my own podcast, it's what I teach. It's the same philosophy and framework every time. Here it is, four steps that, that we really want to look at. Number one, vision. Why do you do what you do? If you cannot explain to me why you do what you do and the vision that you have for yourself, How are you going to explain that to a prospected hire or somebody that's going to want to join your team? 99% of people right now are joining teams because of the, the CEO, the actual founder, and the vision that they hold for themselves in this company. Beyond the roles, beyond the compensation, they are joining the vision. So we need to get the vision first. That becomes a big part of our branding. When we think about employment branding or branding that we're talking about, we always need to come back to the vision first and make sure we're talking about that frequently. Number two, so vision first. Number two, current reality of your business. What is the current landscape of your business? What's your total income right now? Who do you have working with you? That can be in so many multitudes of different ways. That can be freelancers, partners, That can be part-time hires, full-time hires. There's so many ways that we can look at getting the support you need and using creative solutions to hire. But who do you have today is the question. What's the the income? What are the actual business services you're offering? And who do you have that's helping you? 
And a lot of you, it might be no one. It might be just you. And that's okay. I just want to know what your current landscape is. Where do you want to take the business is step three. What's your vision? Step one. Where are we at today is step two. Step three is where are we going? What do you want this to look like? Where in your business do you want to double down this year? Maybe you're a a coach who wants to double down on group programming this year and not just do one-on-one coaching as an example. Okay, great. That's helpful because if we know where you want to direct your energy, the human you may need to support you may need to have some skill sets in the area that you're double downing on. So knowing where you want to go is really important because for me, what happens in my brain and how my brain works and where my gifting is, is I see a gap. I see the gap between the current and the future. And step number four is the who. Who are the people that enable that gap, that enable the bridge between that gap? How do we close that faster? How do we buy back our time? How do we start to gain momentum by bringing the right people on board? So who do you need? And that's why it's so custom because Jess, your vision is different than my my vision. Your current reality is different than my current reality. Where you want to take your business is different than where I want to take my business. And so for us to sit here today and say, oh, Jackie and Jess both need an online business manager. Okay, that might be true, but why? In what context? What are the specific skills they need to have? What's the background they need to have? What are they needing to focus on in our business and your business and my business to really help it scale and escalate? And that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing I see is that we're not customizing that plan. Right. And, and that's, we talk about that a lot about customization and, and people wanting to get this, this imaginary blueprint of a one size fits all ability Mm -hmm. to grow and scale a business. And it's getting that clarity around your vision, I think is one of the most challenging parts for a lot of people. And I think that's why you know, joining containers like masterminds helps unlock that clarity by seeing what's possible and seeing other people even go before you or to see the gifts that you have that you didn't even really realize you were utilizing. I mean, Alex Street is one of my favorite examples Mm -hmm. of that, you know, transformation story of coming and thinking he was going to do one thing and then realizing his skill set was teaching people how to tell a better story and, and be great speakers. So it's, it's really cool to see that. And, and I think, you know, Yes, one through four is amazing, but one is the is the number one place that if you do anything yeah. today after getting off this podcast is sit down and really map out what that vision looks and feels like so that you can get rooted in that in an emotional state too. Because if your vision means something to you when things get tough and challenging and when you maybe accidentally hire the wrong person, you you can you can pick up the pieces and you can keep moving and rinse and repeat two, three, four in order to like get the right people inside your business. And we've watched so many high level people hire and then let go. I mean, you, you and your business will evolve. So to think that you're going to find one person and one person only to help you, you know, do all the things, let that, let that thought go now. Uh, Just like Mm -hmm. you will evolve and transition in your life and business too. Um, These are like perfect tangible tools, but don't you think vision and getting really, really clear on what that's going to look like is literally the most important piece. It is. It's grounded in everything, right? For me, it's like, it's the framework that we can then build on. It's the foundation of a house that we can then build on. Because if we don't know why we do what we do, when we're out, think about it from multiple, multiple areas in your brand, in your marketing, in your sales of gaining new clients and customers, in hiring people, 
if we don't have clarity first on our vision, then how are we sharing that with the world and calling the right people in to join us on that mission? Right. And so that's the big piece of like why we have to understand why we do what we do is if we don't, it doesn't just impact your personal brand online. It also impacts the human that's watching from afar that actually might be your number one hire. They could be an incredible referral for your business or they could be the best number one customer. And we just don't we're not sharing that enough is what I see. Definitely. And so if you don't have your vision set, definitely get that first that's going to help kind of cascade down into all of those other steps. Right. And go ahead. I was going to say, and the vision piece is so key in in developing like anything to do with your brand visuals or your brand voice or your Mm -hmm. brand tone messaging, all of it. um, It it translates into that avenue too. And and friends of ours who do brand development, like that is where they want, want you to start as well. But, But because without that, it's very hard to show up and speak about, you know, why you're doing what you're doing and who you're doing it for that, that message gets muted. And sometimes it becomes more of this, like, you know, frantic energy around trying to just sell certain things that you think you're supposed to be putting out there, but really Mm -hmm. without the clarity and vision, um, people won't know or see themselves in there, whether it's working with you, like she said, or, or buying from you, um, or connecting with you on some level. I think the friendships that we've been able to gain in this room are one of the biggest things that I've, uh, been so thankful for. And I know you and I both share that, And that was actually part of my vision. So like to tie that all in, like my vision for the next stage of my life to not talk so much business chat right now with you guys. I know you listen to this podcast for these uh, foundations for your business, but honestly, foundations for your life are, are something that I don't think we talk enough about on here. And I know in those first couple episodes, Jim, RT and I sat down and really got vulnerable around why we jumped in this container. And it was yes, for all the things we're sharing that you hear on this, this podcast, but it was really for soul connection with friends who who really could just see and wanted to ride the ride with you, right. Who were there in times of stress and who, who just kind of get it without, without having to talk about it, but we're there if you did want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I know you've become friends with people that you would have never met otherwise. And same for me. And I think there's just so many beautiful stories. Like both, we share a best friend, Regina Lawrence, you've heard her on maybe my podcast. She's been on the show here too. Um, it, it's her evolution with business and life. And then like, we have story on story on story, but it all comes back down to this vision piece. And I'm so glad that we had the chance to talk about that because it's really around your personal story too. Like it all rooted back to what is the vision I want to create for my life? And I think sometimes we try to separate business and personal and people Mm -hmm. want to say things like business isn't personal. And I'm like, business is literally the most personal thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would love to just talk about that a little bit and, and end on a note where people maybe can leave just really thinking about, well, shit, what is my vision for my life and where do I want to go and who do I need in it? That's, I love this conversation. If I go to the core of why I joined the room, a big piece of the no brainer of yes, let's just get in that room for me was I live in a location that is not infused with entrepreneurs. It's not infused with people running small businesses. So I left living in big cities, moved to a smaller community on a lake in Ontario, Canada, and was now not surrounded by people doing bigger things in an entrepreneurial landscape. And so I literally felt like I was on an island, that I was the only one in this entrepreneur world. 
and in the networking locally just could not find my people who were doing similar things. So a big piece of a surprise, I would say, right? Because I joined, yes, looking to network with entrepreneurs, but I really took it from a business landscape. It wasn't until I got in the room that I realized, oh, no, no, these are the people I'm also going to do life with. These are the people I'm going to go do all of it with. I'm going to do life with. I'm going to do spiritual growth with. I'm going to do business growth with. I'm going to do health growth with. Because they're the people who want what's best for me, want to surround themselves with people who are like-minded. But also what I love, one of the things I love about you most is you have a bullshit detector. (laughs) You have no problem to say like, hold up, let's hold each other accountable. Let's hold each other accountable. If that's something you want to go do and that's really important to you, okay, great. Check in with me once a week. Are you doing it? Are you moving the needle? And so accountability was a big piece of it as well. Because if I said something in that room and I showed back up three or three, four months later and I hadn't done it, then shame on me because I had to say that in front of a group of humans who were, who knew that that was something that was really core to my vision of my life. Yeah. I mean, so it's massive. That that piece alone is what got me out of fear and feeling stuck and into action. And the permission, I guess, was granted around just start, you know, just Mm -hmm. put a little momentum out there, even if it helps you realize that's maybe not where you're supposed to go. And I think we put so much pressure on ourselves, especially women, to know what the next right step is. And if it, it turns out to not be the next right step, like shame on us for not knowing better. And I feel like that is such an unfair place to put yourself in business and life, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the only way we grow. It's the only way we learn is by trying things on for size. And I, you know, you can call it a failure. You could call it an experience. I always take every experience as a learning lesson, as we all do. And we've heard this said in 50 different ways, um, but it's really true. And it's the best way to roll through your journey of life, because at the end of the day, do you want you know, on your deathbed, what do they say? The things that people regret the most are the things they didn't do versus the things that they did do. And I can, without a doubt, say that's not going to be me. I'm in fact, the opposite of like, I tried so many things I killed myself. No, but I feel like, you know, that's part of the joy of if you are truly meant to be an entrepreneur, you have to find the joys and the ebbs and flows of discovering yourself along the way. And what a better place than to do it with people who are on that same journey with you. Um, that, that support and knowing that you're not alone because like Jackie, she literally is alone out there. Um, and I know that's one of the things that hold a lot of people back uh, in any entrepreneurship form, but I hear a lot, even in the beauty industry, or I'm not in an area where I can network or I'm not somewhere that can, I can do quote unquote that or charge that, um, you know, get around people who have done it, even if they're yes. in a situation similar to yours. And so hopefully through this podcast, you can think you can feel that whether you're on a walk or you're doing your mom stuff or your business stuff and, and just reconnect to the vision of what you really want for your life and your business, and then follow the other three steps. And it can go with, you know, the current reality of what does your life look like? Is it supporting that energetic vibe that you need to bring out into the world in order to create the things, right? So you can take it literally for business, or you can flip her four tools and, and use it for personal, right? Where do you want to take your life? That was number three was where do you want to take your business? What's the vision for what you personally want to do? And then the last thing was, who were the people closest to you that can close those gaps? Is it yeah, getting you want to surround yourself? With? Right. It's not just who that hire is to close the gap in your business, but who is, where is that gap in your life that needs filling? And it could be 
you know, a soul connection in a space like this, or it could be just listening to this podcast today, knowing that Jackie and I, we still haven't figured it all out, but we're, we're, heck we're, no, we're, we're on players. the journey, girl. Yeah. Especially as moms. We're like, wait, what day is it? Um, you just, you just put one foot in front of the other and you lean on one another to just know that you're not alone and that you can get through hard days. And we got to know the hard stuff in order to appreciate it when, when things are moving and grooving. So Jackie, where can people find you and connect with you? Because I love, I love following you and I love being in your energy. So I know everybody will want to do the same. Mm, appreciate that so much at Jackie service on Instagram, jackieservice.com is my website. You can check me out there, but come hang out LinkedIn and Instagram is where I spend most of my time, but at Jackie service, I'm sure we'll link it up in the show notes. So people know how to spell it right, but come hang out. I love conversations, real connection and building lives and businesses with other people. So if you're feeling like you're alone out there and you don't know where to turn to, hello, my name's Jackie. Let's be friends. Please reach out and let's connect. Yes. And she did the damn thing and started her own podcast. My girl, yes. the Jackie Service Show is now live for you to consume more content from this voice that just soothes my soul to talk to and hear. And I know that she'll do the same for you. So make sure you guys go subscribe to her podcast as well. Uh, and if you got any good nuggets for your life and biz today, please let us know on social and tag us at Jackie Service, at Jessica Virgio, at Fast Foundations. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And if you have any questions around what it would look like to join one of our masterminds, please reach out, ask the questions, check out our, our website, fastfoundations.com. And be sure to tune in for more episodes on this podcast. It's been so fun to record with you today. I love connecting with you any chance I get. And I'll see you in Arizona soon for our next in-person for the mastermind. Can't wait. Much love. Thank you so much, Jess. Thank you so much for tuning in. For more free business tips like this, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at fast.foundations. What was your biggest takeaway from this episode? We want to know. Tag us on Instagram, share this episode with a friend and leave us a five-star rating and review so we can reach more incredible entrepreneurs like you. We're so glad to have you as part of our community. Go to our website, fastfoundations.com for details on our next in-person event. This podcast is sponsored by Carter & Custer Agency at carterandcuster.com.